Hey, what is going on, everyone? This is Greg, your co-host of the Grilling to Get Away podcast. Welcome back. Uh, I'm glad you're here, and uh, I'm really excited about this episode. I talked to my good friend Joe Zizzo, uh, Hardware Joe on Instagram. Um, Joe is not only an avid griller and barbecuer, but he's also a certified Traeger technician. Um, so we, we get into a little bit of um, you know his cooking. Um, he also competed at our competition back in September and took uh, second place overall, uh, first place for smoked sausage. So we talk a lot about smoked sausage. We talk about some of his unique uh, grilling ingredients uh, like white claw. Yep, uh, white claw, you heard it here. And then also, you know, we, he, he shares some tips about how to keep your Traeger or your pellet grill up and running. So if, if you got a pellet grill, you want to, you want to listen to Joe. You also want to follow him on Instagram. He's got a lot of good knowledge. Uh, great guy. Um, a lot of good stuff over there at Rosman's Hardware, uh, True Value Hardware in Muskego. Um, so if you're in the area, stop by and see him and his team there over at Rosman's. Um, but uh, again, we thank you for being here. Uh, if you've been following the show uh, since we started, you, you know, my co-host Ben joined the Navy. Uh, it's been about six weeks now, so he's coming up on the end here. He's doing well. Uh, he's on track to, to be done uh, with uh, basic training for the Navy coming up here in about a month. So uh, hopefully we'll get him back on here uh, on the podcast soon, but he's doing well. Um, so just wanted to check in, let you know, for those who have been following the podcast for a while, uh, might wonder, might be wondering where he's at and um, how he's doing. So, yep, Ben's doing well. Navy boot camp. Uh, looking forward to getting him back here, though. Um, but, yeah, here you go. Here's our next episode. Uh, we're talking to Joe. We're talking about sausage. We're talking about cooking with White Claw. And then we're talking about uh, some pellet grills. Uh, so, enjoy. Oftentimes, life is demanding, stressful, and just won't stop. When needing to take a break, we like to light up the charcoal and crack open a cold one. The Grilling to Getaway podcast is an ongoing conversation about all things barbecue and grilling, from our backyard to yours. So if you sometimes don't know what the heck you're doing, if you like to learn, and if you don't take yourself too seriously, you're in the right spot. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Greg, your co-host to the Grilling to Getaway podcast, and uh, welcome to the next episode. I'm here with my buddy, Joe. Joe, man, thanks for hopping on with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's my pleasure. I'm look, I'm looking forward to to chatting with you. So, you know, Joe um, is, has been a, a huge supporter of the business over there at uh, True Value, Rosman's True Value in Muskego, uh, and then you also participated in our barbecue competition uh, about a month ago now, a little over a month ago. And you and Brandon and the and the Rosman's team took first place in sausage. So I, I want to get more into that. Um, but Joe, why don't you give the audience, uh, the listeners, um, a little bit of background about who you are, uh, how long you've been barbecuing and grilling, and then also kind of what uh, what type of equipment do you have in the backyard? Sure, sure. Well, again, my name is Joe. I'm one of the managers here at Rosman True Value in Muskego. Uh, we're your locally owned uh, hardware store, family owned business. Uh, been running since 1976, right in this area here. Um, currently in the store. Uh, I'd be yeah, one of the uh, operations managers here. Um, I'm also a certified Traeger tech, so I go out on the road a lot fixing a lot of grills. So like, I know these grills, I can sell these grills, I can fix these grills, and I can use these grills. Ah, so very nice. Yeah, so, like in that way, yeah. So, so like neighborhood store, hometown feel. 
what um how long have you been doing it for so when did you start barbecuing and grilling i mean growing up in wisconsin you know it's a brewer's tailgate you're there as a kid even you know um but growing up into it it was probably a few years back when we really like cranked things up i would do a whole hog at the house every third of july kind of kick off the fourth of july weekend um so that was really one of those things that kind of like really got me interested um from there we kind of started bringing these grills and the pellet smokers into the store so we started learning a lot about that um along the way i was working part-time at a restaurant too and they have a 15 foot um competition smoker so i'd be doing 160 pounds of wings at a time 40 whole chickens or you know 20 briskets kind of thing um and then that kind of just evolved right back into this doing it at a little more like um professional style level of things um Traeger's really good on their instagram page with like keeping the audience and their customers engaged in things so it's weekly contests and like now you don't even have to think of what to do it's like okay well i need to do chicken wings how do i do chicken wings to win a prize so um, you know kind of like next level things so mm -hmm. sure sure so what do, you, what do you have in the backyard do you have a traeger what else do you got um, yep, I have a Traeger Pro 34. Um, it doesn't have any of the Wi-Fi on it, but I went with a bigger grilling space, so I had more options to do things, um, larger things or more multiple things. Um, then on the flip side, I have a 14-inch Weber Smoky Joe kettle that I can pop on the table anywhere if it's in the back of the Jeep, and I can ride and roll with that. Uh, and I also have one of the Uni pizza ovens, which is really neat. Those are a lot of fun, too. Um, 90 seconds 60 seconds to a pizza kind of thing like that and you know those can be a lot of fun on the make your own pizza nights but that's what i'm running i got the three of those going currently what uh which one do you think you, you use the most is it the traeger oh leaps and bounds by far the traeger yeah. um okay. i don't think it and i um it's probably been 14 16 months since i've actually used a oven inside a building um, everything that I cook on what would be an oven is going on the Traeger. Okay, nice. What's uh, what's your preferred like blend? Do you have like a preferred pellet blend that you use with that? Um, the new one that I'm really riding fun with is uh, it's by Cowboy Brand. They known for their lump charcoal, um, but then they got into the pellet business, but still keeping that lump charcoal thing. So it's actually a hickory like charcoal pellet. So I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds now. The charcoal kind of taste comes through with the wood fire taste too. So oh. that was one of our little tricks that we used over at uh, the competition the other wow. uh, few weeks back. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I never heard about that. Uh, I, and I know a lot of people kind of have that, uh, you know, that challenge is kind of getting that, you know, tr traditional maybe charcoal or wood type of uh, flavor that comes through with the pellets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really works. It's got a unique flavor. You can definitely taste the charcoal in what you're cooking, but you're still running it right through the pellet smoker. So yeah, very okay. nice. It's a lot of fun. Oh. Charcoal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great tip. That's a great tip. Um, so you got the Traeger, you got the 14 inch, you got the Uni pizza oven. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, what was your first one? Like when you first started, was it just a regular charcoal or did you start off right away with the pellet? No, the pellet kind of came along the way it was. And then being the dealer at the store here, it was like, it made it a lot easier to sell them knowing how to like use them and how they operated. And yeah. um, of course that, uh, you know, get a discount on it. So it, yeah. it helped. And then to have it. And then now, you know, being a trusted person that I own one of these two, I'm not just 
trying to sell you the cool name, cool thing. Yeah. Kind of. I own yeah. one too. Yeah. And, and you're a certified tech. So what, um, you know, when you go out and you fix or like, what's one piece of advice or tip you would give to, you know, Traeger users or even pellet users um, to make sure that uh, their, their equipment stays up and running? Um, as silly and simple as it sounds to just use it. Um, most of the time, what will be the problem will be their auger will clog on them and that'll be a breakdown of the pellets due to usually like moisture. And then when they like dry out again, it'll turn almost into like a piece of wood in the tube which will never allow the auger to then fill and keep fueling your fire. Um, but to use it frequently would be continually putting new pellets in and continually you won't get that breakdown of them. Um, then they do recommend a clean every 15 to 20 hours. So like as simple as it sounds, as silly as it may be, um, use it and keep it clean. Uh, and you should never see me pulling up in your driveway. So. Yeah. So, yeah. That's always, a, that's always a good tip, tip. You use it and then, you know, clean it. So how would you clean an auger like that? Um, is there, do you have like a tip or a technique that you use um, that works best? And again, if you're using it, you should never have to clean that part of the grill itself. It would be continually like putting fresh pellets in. Sure. Um, it's a little more complicated if it does get clogged and, you know, usually Traeger's got a pretty good warranty program too. So um you could always call them if you were in a bind to take it apart, but it's usually a pretty quick fix and it's super simple to even avoid in the first place. Nice. Well, that's also, that's another great tip. You know, if you got, a, if you got a pellet one and you know, keep it going, use it. So it doesn't get clogged like that. Mm -hmm. um, awesome advice. Well, I want to jump in because um, I'm really interested in some of the cooks that you did at our competition. You know, we had the ribs, but then we also had the sausage piece and you and Brandon took first place in the sausage and, um, you know, the, the judges just loved it. It was by far away, one of the, the best ones out there. So um, I'd love to talk through that cook with you. Um, so just a background, you know, for the people listening is we gave uh, each contestant um, like a roll of sausage. So they had like almost like three to four feet of sausage in a roll. And then you basically got, you know, to do whatever you wanted with it you know there was no parameters on how to use it so joe how do how did you go about deciding what you were going to do uh, with that sausage and then how did you kind of create it uh well in any good competition like practice first so we called the local butcher and we got ourselves a, a sausage wheel um two of them actually so we can kind of like see how this was working um kind of came up with the the method of cooking of how we wanted to do it and the basic recipe of it. And then kind of almost the day before it was like, well, um, well then we found out we needed to use the Jack Daniels in one of our cooks. Okay. Well, problem solved. We injected it every couple inches. We put a squirt of the Jack Daniels, uh, rye it was, I believe, right. Yeah. Um, into it. Um, and then kind of last minute at cook time, we were like, let's make it spicy too. Um, to give it a little more kick. Um, some of the things I feel that we did pretty well on that one was serving it on the bed of the peppers that were cooked in a uh, maple habanero sauce. Um, another one of the companies we sell here. So we wanted to use and highlight products that we sell here. Yeah. Um, but we've cooked the peppers in that. So I think like presentation helped really well with that too. Plus it gave you like that sweet heat, like kind of added to the like dry heat on the sausage with the whiskey. Um, but then talking to all of your judges at the end, um, the magic ingredient was the cheese. We um, cooked 
not melted cheese onto it. So it was actually like cooked cheese that was then placed on and then being as it was soft, it would kind of caress the sausage. Then. So, you, so, so you had, yeah, this was like multi-layered. Um, it was, <laughs> you had the sausage. It sounds like you injected it with some of that Jack Daniels that we gave you. Um, and then yep. you had the, the peppers. Was it just peppers or was it onions too? Yeah, I think onions and peppers and then the pepper onions. medley again for mm. yeah. looks presentation yeah. matters. Yeah. And then you said you used what was it? Uh, uh, habanero. Um, what's uh, you could, yeah, you could, it's a, you, could, you could say what brand it was too. I, we're not, uh, we're not picky like that. So say, you know, what, what uh, brand did you use and uh, how how'd you like it? It is by the general's hot sauce and we do carry their full line as well, but yeah. as full disclosure disclaimer, all of our seating seasonings and rubs and sauces, because there are so many of them, um, they're either made right here in Wisconsin or they're a veteran-owned company. It's one nice. of those two, and that's the only way you're getting in. Um, mm-hmm. So the Generals is uh, another veteran-owned company that we know yeah. through the True Value company as well. Um, all of their stuff comes in bottled in glass hand grenades, which is yeah. awesome. And they have like five or six or so different sauces that they do. And this one was their um, Maple Mayhem, they call it. And it's a habanero infused maple syrup. So like, don't think pancakes, think chicken and waffles and like, uh, you know, breakfast, but late night. Yeah. That's what cook these, the peppers in there. So you cook the peppers in that. And then, so when you're smoking the sausage, you use the Traeger. I, I saw that. What, um, what temp did you have it at? And then what the blend were you using for that? Was it that charcoal blend that you were talking about? We actually used the Weber uh, oh, Weber okay. for the sausage and then we cooked it right in the pan so it stayed with all of the moisture and all of the juices and then we used the Traeger for the ribs okay so you used the Weber it was a, a propane right propane grill yep. and you just was it indirect grilling was it direct grilling how'd you do that yeah it was pretty like indirect because we had a long cook time on it so we wanted to make sure that it did cook slow it did take a long time and it did like have time for all of those juices to like you know, the whiskey to mix with the syrup to mix back in. And, you know, the, the constant mixture of everything as it simmers and kind of takes on its whole new flavor then combined there. Um, so that was pretty much just, yeah. And then it was the cheese was cooked on the side burner then too. Okay. So what, the, what type of cheese did you use? I believe it was provolone. Provolone cheese. So you cook the cheese yeah. on the side. Did you add anything into there? Any flavor, any mixes in that? not into the cheese it was like in the, like the stack of slices kind of went into the pan to like not melt but heat up and soften more so and then kind of like crisp on the outside okay so you had that then you you cut it up you you put it all together into the box and you put the cheese right on top then the cheese came on before we cut it we cut it with okay. the cheese on. yeah okay. so the cheese kind of came as soon as the cheese was done is when we started placing the cheese onto the sausage and then we pulled it out and cut it right in the pan with the peppers and then pulled out the serving of it then yeah yeah no it was fantastic from what i've seen i didn't get a chance i, I think i had a chance to ch- taste some of the sausage but i'm not sure if i had it all together like that but yeah I, the the judges were blown away because meat cheese <laughs> um i think you you were the yeah. only ones to put like those that combination together so mm-hmm. uh, that that was that was awesome that was an awesome cook and I can imagine if somebody's listening and they wanted to try that, I mean, you could just throw that on some, you know, get some hoagies or something like that, throw it on there and you got a nice, you know, 
sandwich or you know brought yep. style uh, with the cheese on top so that was awesome absolutely absolutely yep and then, um, so that's, that was your sausage cook, but then I also wanted to pick your brain a little bit. You did a, on the ribs, um, you, you used something interesting that I never had seen before, uh, which was a, a white claw. Um, and, yeah. uh, so, so you use the can of white claw on your ribs in the cook. So talk us through that. Like, how did you come up with that idea? And then, um, how did you incorporate that into the cook? Well, you seem to always have a, a drink in hand while you're grilling. And my choice is always the White Claw. So it's always right there. So I try and incorporate it into almost every cook. I've done like candy nuts with White Claw in it. I've done like pizza dip with White Claw in it. So um, it's a fun, you know, ingredient, I guess. It's, it would be like your beer can, essentially, you know, where you're just kind of absorbing the moisture from it. Um, but when I did the ribs, it was basically a salt and pepper season and then cooked bone side down for the couple hours at right about 260 or so, I think, because we were under a little more time constraint for the ribs than the sausage. So we kind of had to up the temp to, you know, speed the time up there a little bit there, shorten the time. Um, again, in practice on this one, we did the ribs. I probably made eight sets of ribs here at the store, like all different ways. So it was a very like team effort on that one. Um, but then I'll wrap them with a couple pads of butter in it. I saw you posted that on your page too, that a couple pads of butter there adds that extra like, um, crispy to it then too. Um, and that's where I would pour the white claw in right into like a funnel that I would make out of the aluminum foil while I would wrap them and then let that sit for another um, couple hours and then unwrap them one more time. And then we glazed those ribs in the maple mayhem also mm -hmm. so that the flavors then we figured it will, you know, um, kind of be similar. So you could tell that this came from our grills yeah. to identify us. So was there a specific flavor of white claw that you used? Um, you know, probably what was ever in the cooler at the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, um, interesting because i saw you had it lined up on the table in front and i was like i had to ask i was like are you gonna be using white claw in your cook and then sure sure enough man you guys were using it and you just put it in the before you wrapped you just put a little bit in there yeah um, so that's uh, i think that's a real tip for you know people listening to uh, maybe give it a try and i, I think you, you coined the term cooking with the claw cooking um, with the claws <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I think you might see some people trying that out if if they listen to the episode because that definitely definitely um, unique uh, flavors to be able to add that in there. Um, mm -hmm. So that yeah. that was good. And again, getting 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 creative, which is what we love to see. People just trying new things, seeing how it works out, and if it works out, great. If it doesn't, hit, well, we'll try something different next time. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's great. Um, so you work, you know, in a grill center. Um, and you have people coming in all the time. You know, we do have people that may be new to grilling or barbecuing that listen or watch the podcast. So like when you have somebody walk in that maybe hasn't grilled or barbecued before, you know, what are some of the questions that you're asking them to help them um, decide what would be the best thing for them? Yeah. First, I mean, and foremost, it's like, what method of fuel do you want to use? Are you looking for something charcoal? Are you looking for something pellet or are you looking for something gas? Um, there's a few little like nuances in there to the griddles, of course, you know, so we have those two. Um, 
Oh, it's usually figuring out their, their fuel. And, and then at that point, it's kind of like, I like do it like, you know, musical chairs where you're walking around to the circle of all of these grills and I'm asking questions and they're giving me answers. And like, before you know it, we're standing right in front of the grill. It's absolutely perfect for them, you know, size wise or, or, you know, how many burners on a gas grill do you need or how big of a pellet grill do you want? Do you use Wi-Fi or not? There's a lot of people that aren't interested in hooking up their grill to their phone. Um, mm-hmm. And we have that too. And there are a lot of people that are like, I want that one that hooks up to my phone. So, you know, mm-hmm. some of these things are, you know, people almost shop for themselves and I just kind of like place it in their hands for them. Okay. So you yeah. just ask him a bunch of questions, making sure mm-hmm. that you have it, you know, you know, what they're looking for in mind. And then basically, you know, they, they're the ones picking it out, but you're just guiding them along that process. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then also like along with the grill or the, the smoker, like what's, um, you know, usually one piece of equipment uh, or, you know, you know, additional piece that, you know, you, you recommend that they buy with it, you know, whether that be a cover or something else, you know, what is it usually that people are picking up when they're picking up their grills as well? Yeah. I mean, obviously without like the fuel, you'll need that. So if you're getting a pellet grill, you're going to need, you know, pellets or charcoal, you're going to need charcoal. Um, but beyond that, some things like the Traggers or the pit bosses, these are technically considered electrical appliances. So they have computers and like outlets and and plugs so a cover is a great idea if you're keeping it outside um that's usually one of the quickest easiest things to recommend if you're parking it in the garage don't worry about it let's move on to the fun things uh if you're going to keep it outside let's make sure that you're protecting your investment um we always like to say buy your last grill first you know you you buy this you invest all this money and you're so excited for it but then you're just going to let it sit and rust outside you know so take care of it um, cover first things like Traeger they make some like nice shelves those are really nice like um, functional kind of accessories to buy first uh, a spatula is a spatula when you get right down to it mm-hmm. so like is that the first thing you need to buy not really but yeah usually cover would be e- immediately would be suggested would if you're outside storage mm-hmm. yeah that's a great tip especially here you know in the midwest where we get quite a bit of rain and snow and stuff during the winter. So making sure that that's covered. So, you know, Joe doesn't have to roll up there in the springtime to, to get it all working again. Um, that's it, it, a, yeah, that's a great point. And then, you know, you've been doing this for a while now. Um, you know, if you could think back to like when you first started barbecuing or grilling, you know, what piece of advice would you give yourself if you could go back in time and, and talk to you, talk to yourself? Uh, just to like keep going and keep having fun with it and like there's no right way no wrong way um you do what you want if you want to dump your white claw into your chili you dump your white claw into your chili you know um always be creative and and, like have fun with it and enjoy it too you know um it's nice when we would do the hog there'd be 60 70 people in my yard you know we're all of them my best friends no but we were all like family that day um it's a lot of like fun so like stick with it always have fun um and keep evolving don't do the same thing you know i don't think i would have a like what have i done a lot of times thing I, um it's usually something new every time yeah. new ingredient or new cut of meat or something yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah that's um great point great tip you know keep going um so what's um you know kind of last question for you what's something that you haven't done but you're like looking forward to doing or like you would love to do eventually <laughs> well, alligator was on that list, but you were there for that one. So I got yeah, that. Check. So yeah. to move forward from there, 
Um, we're doing a grill sale here. I think, you know, November 19th, we're going to do a demo and then we're going to go through to the uh, uh, Black Friday, I think, kind of coinciding that way. Um, and I think at the moment, Turducken is kind of taking the, uh, the choice as to where we're going to go with the next smoke. Oh, very nice. Turducken. Yeah, I haven't done the, one of those either. So um, yeah. that's uh, I might have to stop by to see how it goes. Right. Well, I, you know where to find me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to have you, or, you know, yeah. again, for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Let's uh, yeah, let's talk um, off air here and uh, maybe Ooh. we can set something up. Um, all right, man. Well, you know, Joe, I appreciate ha having you on and you talking some some really good tips, especially from you, you know, being a certified Traeger tech. I think that's that's valuable for people that might be just looking to buy or have one um, to keep it running. Um, where can people find you if they want to follow you like on Instagram or social media? Um, yeah. What's uh, what's your handle? Um, I'm on Instagram and that would be at hardware underscore Joe. Um, you could also follow, we have our true value. It's Rosman underscore true value underscore um, Skigo. So that would be our stores Instagram as well too. And those are usually where the fun posts go. So, you know, that's where all the Traeger contests are. I, um, got my pennant on the way now too from the last victory nice so. yeah okay awesome yeah you, you you post a lot of good content out there not only under yours but also like that rosman's the business instagram so there's a lot of grilling and barbecue and stuff going on there so uh, we'll make sure to pull uh, put those uh, links in the show notes so people can find you um, but joe man it's been a pleasure having you on i uh, really appreciate you taking the time to talk a little barbecue with us super awesome thanks greg i appreciate it yeah no problem okay Cheers. Well, there you have it. You know, Joe uh, provides a lot of great insights. Uh, uh, he, he He's around grills and barbecue equipment all day. So a lot of good insights there for how to keep your equipment clean. Uh, and then also, you know, he shares some of his recipes and tips. And he's always, uh, from what it sounds like, he's always experimenting with different flavors and uh, just unique type of stuff that, uh, you know, he tries out. So, again, if, if you get a chance, go out and follow him on Instagram. Uh, his handle is hardware joe and uh you can go find them there um but no awesome awesome stuff hopefully you found some value there and uh you know if you are looking to get on the podcast and share your barbecue knowledge with the world feel free to reach out to me um you can head over to burnpitbbq.com and shoot us a message um, otherwise you can find us on the socials burnpitbbq guys on instagram or burnpitbbq on facebook uh, but we appreciate you, you listening and following us. If, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, feel free to give us a, a review and a share because um, that's how we continue to grow the podcast. But uh, hopefully you're getting a chance to get out and grill. It's a great time, especially here in the Midwest. We had some uh, unusually warm weather. So uh, hopefully you're getting out there and, and taking advantage of it. But uh, uh, appreciate you all listening and hopefully you get out there and uh, get a chance to grill. All right. Uh, cheers. Cheers.